Welcome back to the Get More Podcast, where we're going to get you more money, more marketing, more business strategy, more community, and just more of the good stuff that you need in your life every day. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So, depending on when you're listening to this, you might have noticed that there was not an episode for Money Monday last week, and that is because I completely destroyed my microphone. Or not the microphone, but the fancy cord part. I managed to break that thing into like six different pieces. Don't know how. I'm blaming the cats. It was just not meant to be. And this episode is not actually going to be a Money Monday. Uh, A few months ago, I was thinking that I kind of wanted to toy with doing a different kind of Monday show where we would talk about like a really specific like just my, my solo episode, you know, maybe some marketing tips, maybe some mindset tips, and then some money tips. So it would just be kind of a M-themed Monday show, as I like to have it. And over the last week or so, I have gone through a total and complete mental health crisis. Um, if you have been following my Instagram, I had to definitely take some days off to go through a whole bunch of things and essentially crawl by my nails back from a dark hellhole. So in that line, um, I decided that today's episode would actually be more on that mindset focus and focusing on mental health. So this is going to be a shorter-ish episode because I'm mainly here to give you some resources to, if you're somebody who's struggling in any way, you don't even need to be having a full-blown health crisis. You don't need to be having, um, you know, really, really, really dark thoughts, uh, ending all the things, thoughts, self-harm thoughts, all of that. You don't necessarily have to be in that position in order to get good mental health. And sometimes I think we talk a lot about mental health, at least in my space, in my community, in the people that I am around. Mental health is not a shameful subject. It is something we talk openly about. And I have I have tried to always be very, very transparent about that because when I was growing up and I was often um, harming myself, I often struggled with things like that. I had addiction. I had all sorts of things where life was just not good and I just didn't want to be here. And I always felt a lot of shame about that because I felt like I was the only one going through it. I had no idea the people in my life also struggled with those kind of thoughts because we weren't allowed to talk about it. There was no one you could talk to about it. And even the people that you did talk to about it, they weren't necessarily trained for it even. I remember talking to counselors when I was in middle school or in high school because my friends or my teachers or literally random people who I did not know reported me and all of the scars and all of the wounds essentially on my body that were visible. I I really wasn't trying to hide it at this point, y'all. It was just a part of my life. It was just something I assumed would be part of my life for freaking ever. And it was for the vast majority of my life, over 75% of my life, I have struggled um, with this. And so it wasn't talked about and I thought I was just me. I thought it was just me and I was just this crazy person. And there really weren't a lot of reasons. There were reasons at the time. Uh, 
very, very, very shitty childhood, all the things, abuse here, there, everywhere. It was a mess. So when I was younger, I could, I could see that and I could be like, okay, it was because of this, this, and this. And as I got older, I was like, I'm good. I'm good. Everything's fine. I'm, I'm an adult. Like I can handle all of this. And turns out because I never got any help when I was younger, I had no coping skills for once I was an adult and I had no coping skills whatsoever. So my response was always hustle, hustle, hustle. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. While I am getting blackout drunk and, uh, honestly hurting myself all the time, a lot for a long time and just barely, barely, barely hanging on by a thread. And I just thought that was, you know, just me. It was a just me thing because it wasn't talked about. And I remember in college reading just different blogs, you know, early onset internet, like in like the 2000s and whatnot, where I kind of started finding like blogs. And if you're old enough to remember LiveJournal back in the day, uh, things that were on there and it was other people who were my age, who were sharing their experiences. And that was really like my first opening to, oh, it's not just me. There are other people having these problems. Okay, well, because they're sharing, that helped me. There were so many times that I would read posts, I would listen to videos, I guess watch videos, listen, whatever, videos of people who had come back from it, who were in the depths and the darkest times and they had also been hospitalized and they had also been saved and all these things and they were talking about how they got through it and it was better to you know be alive and to keep going and because they were talking about it I was like okay they helped me by talking about it so I'm just going to talk about it and I have always been very open about my struggles in that regard because I don't know who's listening. I don't know who's reading my post. I don't know who's listening to this podcast. I don't know who is listening. But if even just one person listens to any of this and hears somebody else talking openly about their own struggles, maybe they won't feel as alone. So if that's you right now and you're going through a bad, shitty, shitty time, or honestly, if you were really good before and then COVID came in and just fucked up your life, COVID just came in and if you lost your job, you had to quarantine, like all of this isolation is has been, you know, pretty chill for most introverts, honestly. Introvert here, living for it and not having to see anybody on a regular basis. I'm here for that give me that all the time. But for so many people, it's been so isolating and there's just so much pressure on us all day, every day, because we have been fed as a society that we have to be tough. We have to be strong. We have to achieve, achieve, achieve. And if we're not achieving on the same level as the people around us, people who are not us, mind you, people who are not us who are achieving on their own level because we are all our own individual freaking people. We are all our own people and we see that and we get discouraged and we start to spiral. People who have never struggled with their mental health have struggled over the past year and a half and it's been really, really hard. And so whenever I do have these really, really bad lapses because I have a great life. 
I really do. And I know that I have a good marriage. I have amazing cats. I love the business that I do. I love getting to work from home. Uh, we're out of debt. We have so much good going for us. The life I have right now is not a life that I ever imagined that I could live. And I say this all the time. And even still, having a good life does not mean you are somehow immune to having crisis. You are not somehow automatically opted out of having these negative thought patterns to struggling. That's literally not the case. You can have a phenomenal life and you can still be struggling so fucking bad that nothing seems like it matters. Where no matter what you do all day, every day, you're just like, there's no point. Why am I even here? No one will even care when I'm gone. Even when you know the exact opposite is true. Even when you know the people in your life would be devastated. And so if you are going through that right now, if that is you, if you even have an inkling that you aren't feeling as good as you could feel, I want you to know that you should get help. You should get any kind of help. It does not even matter. Get some kind of therapy. There's so much therapy that is available in at least some form for free out in the world right now. I'm going to be linking a lot of, in the description, a lot of different mental health resources. I've personally been using, because I was in such a, such a, such a bad place, I was using the uh, suicide hotline. Um, I spent a lot of time talking to them. There's also a crisis text line that I have also used, and these are 24-7. Depending on where you live, you will be routed to one that's in your local area, or they might be close by. Like, I talked to somebody who was in Alabama. It was amazing. And it's, these people are there to help you, and they, they aren't there to judge you. They are there to help you. They are they truly do only care about helping you and getting you out of that bad place. So I'm going to have those linked in the show notes. They are incredible resources. They're free. You can use them anytime, anytime, day or night, 24-7, does not freaking matter. They have been so, so, so valuable. And another thing that they can do as well, if they are in your local area, they will have the resources available for you in your local area as well. And even if they're not, they're still going to be able to get you matched up with that. They can also do follow-ups with you, follow-up calls, follow-up texts to make sure that you are okay. They will be there for as many hours truly as you need to help them. So those are going to be in the description down below. And there are also a lot of different online resources as well that you can get into. There are different. Um, BetterHelp is the one that comes to mind all right off the right off the top of my head. Uh, I've used those a little bit and there's kind of a sliding scale. There's a certain amount that you can pay per month and they will work with you. There are so many ways that you can work with different kinds of mental health providers. You can reach out to the ones in your area. You can see if you have insurance right now, reach out and see who's going to be in network and what kind of sources you have available. There are also just different schools. If you're in college, your university, your college generally has these kind of professionals on hand. I wish I had used them more in college. I used them a couple times, but I did not use them nearly enough. I wish I had 
I have a lot of regret. So if you're in college, see that. And typically, if you are working kind of like in a corporate job, honestly, most bigger businesses, when I worked at Target, they had mental health resources available for free for us or for a really reduced cost. And you can, you know, meet with your HR manager to get those or generally just on kind of the company website, like your backend um login what is that so like where you log in you know like you can see your time cards all your hr stuff there's gonna be links generally for those places so you don't even have to reach out to your hr manager if you don't feel comfortable doing that you can typically find those resources if your company has them available um where you would check your you know your pay stubs and things like that or just google like google your company see what pops up generally there'll be like your employee login and things like that nine out of 10 times, I'd say 9.9 out of 10 times, all of that's going to be confidential. They cannot tell your job anything that is wrong with you. It's not even anything that's wrong with you. They can't tell your job anything that's going on with you. So whatever you're struggling with, they are not at liberty to tell that to your job unless you are going to potentially harm another person. And if you're going to harm yourself, those are those are like the kind of caveats, but generally they are there to de-escalate you from those kinds of things. So see what kind of resources your job already has. Reach out to school counselors. If you are someone of any kind of faith, see if your church has different opportunities or community outreach programs, things like that. Honestly, Google whatever city, state you live in, and then mental health resources. So many things will come up. When I was getting ready for this, I was looking at the ones in Nashville. There's a ton. There's so many different options. And then the other thing that I was looking at, um, let me, the other things that I was looking at is you can find therapists online and there's going to be the links down below for that. So you can get into consistent therapy, um, the American Psychiatric Association, the American uh, Sociological Association. Those are going to help you find the people that you need. And those are going to be people who help you with anxiety, depression, if you have bipolar, if you have any kind of OCD, there are going to be the resources to help you find those and I want to encourage you because I know it seems it seems really scary getting into therapy is is super super fucking scary because it is it's it's hard to feel so out of control with your own emotions it's feels so hard to be out of control with just the way your brain chemistry is even doing whatever bullshit brain chemistry things it's doing where your life is great and then your brain is like actually everything sucks fuck it all and it's really really hard to try to do that by yourself it's really 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 hard to do that by yourself and if you don't have a core supportive group of people in your life or you just do not feel comfortable going to them for that having a licensed professional in your corner who is objective, who is not involved in your life, who doesn't know any of your history, who is not going to come in judging you. They are going to be there to listen and support you and to help you work through those things. And a lot of times, what most of us just need is somebody to talk to and somebody who is outside of our lives to talk to about these things because we don't want to feel like we're being a burden to the people in our lives. It's really hard 
to struggle in silence because you don't want to be a burden to anybody else because it's shitty to go to your friends and be like, hey, you know how, like, everything seems all good and stuff and, you know, but I'm like dying inside and I'm crying all the time and everything's really, really bad and I don't really know what to do. Having a medical professional there to support you is going to give you the tools and the coping mechanisms in order to get through those things. It is not an overnight process. I don't think anything I ever talk about on my show is an overnight process. It is a lifelong, dedicated effort and learning new coping skills, learning what your triggers are, learning how to react in different situations, learning how to walk the fuck away from people, learning how to manage your emotions to have the best life possible because you deserve that because every single person deserves happiness to live a good life and to be supported and so when you are going to find a therapist it it might seem like okay just the first one you can find whatever shop around like truly shop different therapists uh with the resources that i'm going to provide a lot of times you'll be able to email back and forth with different um, psychologists to see if they're going to be a good fit for you if they're values align with yours if they are going to be in your area if they have a area of expertise that is going to be valuable for you like for me I needed somebody who was going to be able to understand my addictions my self-harming tendencies my depression my anxiety my bipolar issues all of that I needed someone who would be able to do that and so you can filter for all of those things and you're going to be able to see those people how long they've been in the practice where they are sort of things like that and they want you to talk to them to see if it's going to be a good fit no therapist wants it to be a bad fit because then that is a disservice to you and it's kind of a disservice to them because they know they're not going to be able to support you and nobody wants that the whole point is for you to get the support you need so if that means you meet with a therapist and you have your first session and you don't vibe and they don't make you feel safe or heard or you just don't feel good about it you don't feel comfortable with them find a new one You are under no obligation to continue to see the same therapist just because you found the first one that you could. Please, please find somebody who is a good fit so that you guys can build a better life for you together, that they will be able to support that for you. And if that's not in the cards for you at the moment, that's okay. You can still look up different resources in your area, get a couple free sessions here and there. That is a thing that is available all over. You can see if you can apply for a free or a sliding scale based off of your income. Tons of insurance agencies will do that. If you want to do Zoom calls, Skype calls, FaceTime, or if you want to meet somebody in person, all of these things are available to you. But if you are in a crisis, I will definitely have those crisis numbers in the description because I know the crisis lines saved me a lot over the last couple of weeks. And so when you put your mental health first, which is what we should all have been taught to be doing our whole freaking lives anyway, when we are putting ourselves, our joy, our well-being first, everything else can fall into place because we are not meant to pay bills and die. We are not meant to be miserable. We should not be filled with so much dread and so much anxiety and so much pain and just so much darkness 
and just assume that that's how life has to be forever. It doesn't. It just, it doesn't. But it's going to take time and you have to want to change. I know I didn't want to change for a long time at all. My life was so bad. It was, it was such garbage and I was fine with it. I was just like, this is fine. This is what I know. I'm not ever going to try to get out of it. I don't want anybody else's help. I was scared to get help. I didn't think anyone could help me. I thought I was too broken for anyone to help me for anything. And so getting out of that is the first step. It's, it is the first step and it is knowing that you are safe and you deserve that better life. You deserve that happiness. You deserve that joy. So kind of a heavier episode. I know. I'm sorry. We'll be back with some fluffy stuff um, next week, probably. I am definitely just kind of taking things day by day and just doing what I can to support me, to support the people in my life, and hopefully to help others with this. Mental health has been kind of a side passion for me for a long time because I do think that everyone deserves to have the best life and that everyone should be in therapy and that everybody should be supported and this that and the other thing and I will preach that until I die as much as I preach budgeting so all of the resources are down below and if you are struggling right now if you feel alone and everything is too dark and there's nobody you can turn to and you're not ready to turn to therapy but you want to talk to a random stranger on the internet, I am here. I will listen. I will tell you that it's going to be okay eventually. Maybe not right now, but eventually. If you just need to rant, you need to vent, you need to feel a lot of things that you can't say, my DMs, my email, it is always open. I am always, always, always available. And in the last week, sharing my story on Instagram about how things have been. I have connected with so many new people and so many people who are already in my community who are also struggling, who have been scared to share because they didn't want to be judged or they thought, oh, it's going to hurt my business. I'm going to lose clients. I'm going to lose friends by saying that I'm depressed and and talking about it because it's, it's a scary subject to talk about and people don't want to talk about it. So if that's you and you're nervous and you're scared to talk about it and you just don't know what to do please reach out reach out to anybody you can reach out to me i am pretty much available all the time on instagram uh just please reach out because you're not alone and even even if it feels like that right now and even now recording this right now i'm i'm still feeling alone. I know I'm not alone and I'm focusing on not being alone and I'm also focusing on the fact that it's been nine hours and I haven't cried. At the time of recording this, I haven't cried in nine hours. From the time I woke up to the, to now, I haven't cried and it's been literally weeks, weeks and weeks and weeks since I haven't cried for that long. So I'm, I'm shouting myself out for that and if that's you and you are just putting on a really, really brave face and you are just trying, trying to power through every day because you know, you, you can't think about your mental health. You can't, you can't worry about that right now. Worry about it. Worry about it. Share it with somebody because when you, when you talk about this stuff, which is so hard, it's so fucking hard to talk about this stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to say that again. It's so fucking hard to talk about this stuff, but when you do, it takes away some of its power. When you, when you name your depression, when you name that anxiety, when you name those bad feelings, those dark feelings, it takes away some of their power because you are acknowledging it and you are 
acknowledging it and you are deciding that it is not going to be where you stay. You are deciding that you are going to get better and you are going to take a baby step and another baby step and another baby step. Just keep taking steps. Even if some of those steps feel like they're backsliding, just keep taking steps. And one day, one day, the darkness will clear and there will be some light. And if in the meantime, you need somebody to walk into that darkness to hold your hand, please see therapists, ski a therapist, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family, reach out to me if you feel like it, but just whatever it takes for you not to feel alone or shameful about this is, is what you should do. Whatever, whatever you need for you right now that is going to get you to tomorrow, that is going to remind you that you are valuable and you are loved and you are supposed to be here. And no matter what your purpose seems like it is or isn't at this time, you're supposed to be here and it's going to, it's going to be okay. It's not going to be okay right now, maybe tomorrow, but overall one day, I think that it will be okay. And one day the, the bad thoughts will quiet and they will just be flitters in the back of in your mind and you won't have to worry about them and you won't have to give them any power and that is what I want for you and I want that for anybody in your life who is suffering so please 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 check out the resources down below in the description here and if there's anything that I can do to help point you in the direction of even more resources or community please 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 reach out let me know and we will be back next week with something fun. I don't know what it will be. Maybe maybe I'll keep this up and do marketing next week. Something. Something fun. Something lighthearted. But this is such an important episode. So if you are struggling with your mental health, please, please check out those resources. If you know somebody who is also struggling, please send this to them. Send them the resources. Let them know that they're not alone. Because if you've got a friend who's struggling, they might feel alone and they're not. So... That is all for this week. I love y'all so much and I appreciate every single one of you who has cared over this time and we're just going to keep slaying. We're just going to keep doing it. So, bye y'all. <laughs>